Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Tori Piskin back on the podcast because we also want to promote the Dublin show that we're going to be doing. Yeah, um, maybe we should talk about that in the beginning and then... Yeah, yeah, and remind me at the end. end. Maybe in the middle. <laughs> yeah, just at least multiple times. So I, I'm doing two shows. So, But if you want to see Tori, that's what I'm to make sure that they don't go quick, click on the link next. The if link. you want to see both me and Tori. Yeah, so because just make... So the... Because I'll, I'll be doing a show on the third, but Tori won't be here. So if you want to see the show, show with Tori Piskin, that's going to be the 27th. Mm-hmm. 27th, that's right. Mm-hmm. So I just have to. I think I'll make an event bright for it tonight. So by the time this goes up, it'll be up there. And um, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna do my my. I I believe they call it like a solo show at home. We just call it like a headline show, like where you just do your. But I'm recording it. You were recording, yeah. Oh. So Sorry, I, I didn't realize. No, no, it's fine. I I thought this was. I thought we were practicing about it. No. <laughs> so, um. And Tori's gonna do uh, a big uh, kind of like a, a step before, and then Leland's gonna do a shorter step before, and then Leland is gonna be at the two gigs. So, um, but yeah, I, we'll just have to figure the link out. But I, by the time this goes up, I'll have the link in the bio for the tickets. Okay, very good. I I'm really excited. I, I have a few fans from your podcast listen to my podcast. <laughs> I thought you were about to say from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few fans from Europe. Yeah, I think they can hop, fly skip from and Italy. Fly away. <laughs> I mean, a few years ago, I would have been like, yeah, they live in um, Germany. They can come. Yeah. And how far is That's pretty far, right? I mean, I'm really yeah. bad with geography. I'm- I mean, if we were famous enough to have diehard fans in Germany, we would just go to Germany. True, so. true. <laughs> Maybe there's like- one. Sometimes I look at the listeners and there's like one person walking around Lebanon listening to the <laughs> podcast. And it's like one, like one download That's a month. Good. So I'm like, they're not even caught up on the four episodes a month. <laughs> They get tired. So hi, Lebanon, or whoever you are there. Um, but you were saying at the start of this that people always say to you that you're from Brave, and then you were like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, but that's people, not Irish. Oh, yeah, people don't always come up to me. I mean, I'm sure the listeners know, but they don't. I have red curly hair, and people always come up to me, and they're like, oh, my God, has anyone ever told you you look like the girl from Brave? Like, you're the real Merida. And I was saying to Tori that it's fine that she brings up an Irish podcast because I think 
a lot of people here get confused which is understandable enough but they'll always be talking to me and be like oh my god I love that movie Brave and I'll be like okay I love that movie about the moon right right (laughs) I guess it'd be the same as me saying something Canadian and it's easy to get or be like oh I love oh you're American I love that show Beavis and Butthead it's like yeah we're not all like I mean that is part about America that is America but you see what I'm saying I I did a this like competition competitions are fucking hell but Tori came to support because she's a great friend um but one of my jokes is I've made up a like not made up a joke because I already have jokes by Tori and in my head it's easier if I say it's Tori right but it's actually not it's like a mixture one is her her friend said something like oh yeah it's my friend uh and then it's actually my Latin friend but that's just not as funny as it doing because I'm not gonna like it's fun to do the American accent and but it's my joke where I say that they keep presuming I'm English or whatever right and we, we've had we've had we've definitely had runs in where like I've had so many times like even on the cruise ship this this year they kept trying to take um put my passport in as English and I was like it's not English I'm from the Republic of Ireland it's a different passport and I needed the exact info because <laughs> we were going to Canada so I'd be leaving the country and then she's like no no it's fine it's the same thing and I'm like then fucking put Barbados if you're just gonna put anything give me a nice hot country you know well my favorite is yeah one of our my really good friends she was driving you home yeah. when we this was like maybe year one of comedy she's a total sweetheart sweetheart but she's a big pothead and she's the one she's owning up to it she was driving you back into like I think you lived in Bush at the point at this point and she looks in the rear view mirror and she goes oh my she goes your english is so good (laughs) and i started cracking up and i was like wait a minute we're trusting a girl who thinks katie speaks a different language this is the girl we're trusting to drive over a bridge (laughs) i don't know if i trust this girl it's so great because it's like wow my english would be amazing if it was a second language but actually my english is very bad as a first, first language. language you start telling people it's a second just to make you just I know, to right? be like impressed by you and i'll just put put a bunch of irish words together and just start saying it to them as if i'm fluent irish but um no the oh yes yeah, so it was funny because i did that whole joke about like you saying oh i mean you people from the uk and me being like i'm from mm-hmm. the republic but then this girl came up to me afterwards and she was like oh my god i loved your set great set but in like a very like uh bobby shrimp on the bobby accent so i was australian well i go i go oh are you australian and literally within split second i said or new and as i said new she goes new zealand what are you english and then she just walked off oh shit you offended her (laughs) i mean she might have been trying to make a joke out of it but i was kind of like wait can we i think she was doing a callback to my joke but she definitely did not seem yeah happy to be called australian wait i want to bring something up that i think is kind of wait can i say something we were okay. Tell me if you want to go with this, and we can sure. I'll cut it. Remember, we were at your show, and there was a comic who was telling us their partner didn't think they were funny. Oh, of course. Can we talk, talk about that? Yeah. Okay. No one's gonna know. Okay. So we were is. at. So you know, me and Katie have been friends for like seven years. We talk a lot about. It. I think more like seven and a half. Seven and a half. So I'll be here so eight years next week. Okay. So congrats. <laughs> I see the big USA sign above your um your window so we're talking to oh, this oh yeah comic we both don't know who's visiting and somehow we're talking about dating or i don't know something and he he tells us that his girlfriend does not think he's funny nor does she laugh at anything he says and she doesn't like comedy and i'm like okay i'm thinking maybe they've been together for 10 years she's like oh we've been together a year and me and katie literally we didn't speak we just looked at each other and went yeah this isn't gonna work out that's I would be more and I know that this is like ridiculous but when I see a girl make Leland like head like his head go back laughing I'll get jealous <laughs> oh yeah that's what whereas with me like and- she could touch his like leg and I wouldn't care <laughs> oh yeah yeah if he if my I don't like my boyfriend doesn't want me to say 
Nate, his name on the podcast. That's our <laughs> rule. That's my only rule. So we'll just call him my boyfriend, even though, you know, we, last if you, last time this year, I w- really went off on him when we weren't, t- we took a break. But yeah, if he sees a girl and he's like, he'll be like, oh, she's really funny. I get like jealous. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because like me being funny or like, you know, is like a huge part of my personality. I don't understand how, but he said it like, he said it like casually, but you can tell like there was a nervous laugh. I was like, well, at least you got to laugh at yourself. If she's not laughing. Wait, you know, so like, have you seen Love is Blind? Uh, not this season, but I've seen it. So there's one part in it and there's this Zainab girl and there's Cole guy and they're both equally toxic. And in my opinion, for any of the listeners, Zainab is like projecting a bunch of her insecurities and this Cole guy's a fucking idiot. So that doesn't help for someone with insecurities. So he doesn't like, he just keeps saying the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he said that this other girl that he didn't choose, Colleen, was a, was a, was a 10 out of 10. And then Zainab, who he was engaged to, asked like, well, what do you think I am out of 10? He was like, like a 9 out of 10. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, it was the worst. But... I honestly would I I would feel as hurt as she did if Leland said there was someone funnier than me. I don't think I could could continue in the relationship. No. If he ever came home and said such and such is funnier than you, or I think I think they're funnier, I get I laugh harder at them. I'd be like, good luck, see you later. It would it would rock me to my core. But like if he was like, oh whatever is like gorgeous, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think to be like, be do honest. you think they're prettier than me or whatever? I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I'd probably be jealous. <laughs> we both. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Jeal- the laughter that, yeah. But then if he also was like, if he also said some girl was pretty, I would be like, mm. yeah, well, but yeah, yeah. Be, but the porn thing is, uh, the thing is like the fact that he like thought that was normal to be in a relationship with someone who that to me is like insane. Also, he's a man. So firstly, he's a successful comedian uh secondly so he lives off it not only is it his dream and then secondly he's a man a man being okay with a woman not laughing at him i i think it's like golden pussy (laughs) did we ever figure out why he's with her i don't know i don't know but like i mean he must be very secure he must be just like that's fine if you don't because like the thing with comedy even that some people oh my god you're right because some people who listen to the podcast probably aren't gonna like my comedy and some people like my comedy aren't gonna like my podcast like co- comedy is so subjective and all these right. things are like when we were doing that competition i wasn't hurt that i didn't win because i'm like yeah it's like all like depends on how the night goes it's so subjective it depends on the audience if they like you yeah. like that same set i did in front of an immigrant show the other night and it was like like i felt like i was floating on a fire of laugh like do you know what i mean no, no i just really? got so poetic but that guy's just so secure he's like she doesn't need to laugh at this she doesn't need to laugh at me i know i'm good at it and i'll find my audience that's cr- wow and for a man no i wait you're right i think he might look at it like oh yeah she's not interested in the fact if i did accounting but i don't know accounting is very di- if you're an accountant it's not like part of your personality it's not like you're like sitting I mean, at dinner like it is like, some people's <laughs> uh, they're just boring yeah. yeah but i say it's not like you're like sitting at dinner like crunching numbers like i mean you're stand-up it's I know. I that think doesn't make any sense. I think most stand-ups, because it's so mentally exhausting, or anybody like actors or singers or whatever, you do kind of want your partner to go and support, and it's so nice. So he literally said, "She doesn't think I'm funny, nor does she like my stand-up." That's it'd be like being a, I mean, in horrible. a band and your partner saying, "Like I just don't like your music." I couldn't, but no, I, I, think I think it's he's... as bad as saying, "Yeah, I don't like having sex with you." <laughs> I think saying comedy, I don't like your comedy, is saying I, I don't for me it would be yeah, yeah. yeah i would but i mean that guy must be just so secure with his comedy right, i didn't think about secure and then men, i thought he was just brushing it under the 
I don't know. He not just, funny even the rough. fact that he said it, I don't. I don't think I'd be able to right. say it. You're right. You're right. I'd be embarrassed to tell Me people. Too, but he was just like, no, it's, you know, he was like laughing about it. Like this is funny. Well, he probably well, we, laughed at a lot of himself when he. I know. <laughs> Our faces were like, what? Um, and then I do find that like there's that whole thing we I think we said it on last podcast maybe um, not me and you but like a different guest where the whole stereotype is that m- women are afraid men are going to kill them and men are afraid that women are not going to laugh at their jokes so that's amazing that this guy's like yeah the love of my life just doesn't find wow. me funny yeah maybe he is- was raised by like really happy parents and he just they tra- taught him this like self-soothing self-belief i don't know <laughs> or maybe she just like bought him like a laugh machine you know those like fart machines she just gets him like anytime he says something funny she just is like no she must not because he said she just doesn't laugh she's just like i don't get it she's probably she brought she all yeah she's not probably like just got all these dating other qualities a comic dating someone who doesn't have a sense of humor that's that would be like I don't that's insane well I also find don't you find that people who don't get enough stage time like uh or non-comedians so like you know when you're in a group group and there's someone who's always trying to be on always trying to be funny always trying to make people laugh and I'm I'm always like that's exhausting that person needs to go to a mic right (laughs) so maybe for this guy he's kind of like well I don't because I also like I love being funny and love being on but like when I work at the bar I don't feel the need to be like you know what I mean I'm like kind of happy to have this different side to my personality right but with a partner sorry the banter if he like when i when i slag leland sometimes 90 percent of the time you laugh and do their 10 percent he doesn't and i'm like leland if you don't laugh now i'm just being mean right so <laughs> what he like comes home and bro, look, this is this is what i imagine right before he goes into this apartment with his girlfriend he's like bad at bad do do da and then he gets home he's like Oh hello! Yeah, maybe it's like too. Compl- he like hangs up his like yeah, yeah. personality. Yeah, maybe he's just like maybe he's just the type of person where all of his comedy is in that. And then also though, maybe his comedy's weird. We haven't seen his comedy, so he True. could be like, like, like miming. Well, like there's a comedian I really like. He's like a one-liner, uh-huh. but like I don't want one-liners fucking walking around my gaff. Right. You know? Like, Leland and me are funny because we're conversationally funny. Right. But, like, maybe he's just a one-liner. So then maybe she's like, he's like, she's like, can you pass the butter? And he's like, butter what? You know, like, fuck that. That's Better not- watch out. Uh, I don't know how oh, to sorry. I just realized my knee was in front of my I face. for a couple. I mean, either. I remember living with a guy who would do puns all the time. And they're technically well-written jokes. And he would have been great for, like, a newspaper. But he would do them in the house the whole time. Oh, that's w- exhausting. I mean, my roommate were having, like, a deep emotional chat. <laughs> and he comes in, like, ba-da-ba-ba. <laughs> and I literally go, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and he was so upset because, like, I'm so nice that I think people get shocked. But I'm like, I can't. I And I had asked multiple times nicely, like, can you just not be making Only everything a comic's fun? house can you be like, hey. You got to stop with the puns only on a Friday and maybe on a Sunday. But yeah, you can't be doing these puns every day. Non-stop. It felt like torture. Um, Yeah. And that guy, you asked him, would you would you rather she hated your dick or your comedy? And he said comedy. Yeah. Which is just funny because that's two things for men, penis and comedy. So, I mean, this guy is a saint or he's hiding a lot of insecurities we don't know about. No, I think he's secure. That's where I'm leaning on it. <laughs> I do because, you know, I think most of the time, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Or maybe he just has weird comedy because I feel pretty secure because of all the fucking therapy. I'm right. still, I still have lots of little insecurities, but I know what they are. But I don't think, I just think it's 
laughing is part of what I want from a relationship, even if I weren't a comedian. Like it's a bit like I want yeah, to make them course. laugh and I want them to make me laugh. It's Even for that girl, what's she doing with him? If it, like, she not like laughing? Does she just hate to laugh? I I, I could not be with like, someone some who didn't make just, me laugh. Some people just don't laugh. Like that. Per- oh, tell them about the L.A. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I live in L.A. now, and there's these group of people that live in Los Angeles in a place called Silver Lake, where they're like artsy, like fake intelligent and they think they're like these deep thinkers and i'm like you're from like ohio if you're from the midwest like you moved here you know you're a transplant okay and ohio is known for like selling potatoes exactly <laughs> or no maybe that's idaho I well don't know. they're all the same to me really yeah Anyways, no, no offense that's totally fine in ireland we clearly love our potatoes but we're also not like like i said to tori that she should do a bit on it on stage and when they're like because when they're talking, these type of artsy folks, sometimes it's like words we don't know. Yeah. Like, like you need a thesaurus to right. like translate. I need to pull it out. So one time I'm hanging out at this like bar and everyone like is wearing these like cool, like vintage clothes, you know, with like, they're but not it's, like expensive. Vintage. Exactly. <laughs> they're like these pants, like, you know, they don't, they're like Prada, but you can only see like on the end. You know what I mean? They're not like flashy, but they're still like nice. And they all smell like a vintage store somehow. And they have some f- expensive Chanel that has like ooh the back of a store. And they don't basement. wear bras. No <laughs> girls wear bras. I'm not wearing a bra right no, now. But, but that's because I'm in my home. It's different. These nipple. They want their nipples to show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Their nipples to show. And so which and the, fair and their no, hair is kind play. of like what? Because it's sore. Fair play to a girl who can nipple it out. It's like, but it, it's like it feels like it's on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, and their nipples are showing, and their hair is like greasy. And one time I was <laughs> hanging out with this guy who was like. My nipples and my hair is greasy right now. <laughs> it's a totally different vibe, though. It's a different vibe. Because I got the tracksuit bottoms But see, on. the difference is you're owning up to it. And <laughs> these girls would not own up to it. They'd be like, what? They think it's like, you're not like, oh, I think it's cool. Right? No, no, To be greasy and have your nipples hard. Well, my nipples are hard. Having sex. Wait, my nipples are hard. So what do they do? Do they have to like rub it every five minutes? Like a little, like a genie <laughs> lamp? I yeah, wish like, my nipples yeah, they're to like, stick oh, out. They're like, all chill. But then they get to the bathroom like, come on, get hard, get hard. <laughs> so this guy I'm in a conversation with, he's like really tall. If you've seen Sex in the City, he's like Aiden from Sex in the City. Oh. Like long hair, like really like deep thinker. He seems like a furniture designer of some sort. And he goes to me and I tell him, I'm like, oh, I'm a stand up because you're a stand up because, ugh. I really want to laugh, but I, I just can't do it anymore. I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. And then he pulls his greasy hair behind his ear. He goes, and he like looks down, like can't even look me in the eye. They all can't look you in the eye. Can't look you in the eye. He goes, you know, and it's crazy because like I am a goofy lover. I was like, goofy. Sorry, you went from laughing to lover. No, we can't laugh. No, but he went from not like, I'm sorry, but he went from the talking about laughter, which is something that's fun. You can talk to anybody about to telling what type of he, lover you are he was he was What's a goofy lover I, we, we gotta figure this out Sorry. but he was talking about uh, he can't laugh or he doesn't laugh anymore as if like it was like oh yeah i used to go to the gym but i don't go anymore like laughing is a part i guess some people it's not a part of their world uh no maybe he got like a bang on the head you know and then he forgot how to laugh or something but he really wanted to but oh and then the best is he said he's tried stand-up and it didn't work out. I was like, well, that's no surprise. I mean, you can't, you can't laugh. He got up there and he was like, to laugh, a verb. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is. <laughs> what is laugh? An action. What's a verb? Oh, What's I, a verb? Uh, don't, I'm a dyslexic. <laughs> don't look at me. I don't know. The, don't, add, adjective I just, verbs. I just briefly read a comment and a lovely Patreon supporter uh, was annoyed with 
one of the last guests on. I don't know when that episode's going to come out, but I guess they were like generalizing Americans and uh, and slagging them off. And I just want to say here that like if I slag anybody off, I clearly do not think that I am able to pronounce words more than two to three syllables. <laughs> so I don't want you to I think. I don't even know what syllables are. Um, like uh, onomatopoeia. That's like five syllables. That's exhausting. Onomatopoeia. So who even uses that word? I don't know. It means something to do with poems. Like it sounds like so. Like boom is onomatopoeia. I think. But anyway, my point is that whenever people are slagging any you know like and america is just like a fun thing to slang right. uh, as a as an immigrant specifically because you just do bump into different stereotypes the same way people call like all irish people drunks and we're like we're not but yeah right. we drink and we have a story about that for later a lot of us do dr- i don't drink a lot but like it took a it took a lot to kind of unlearn how to drink because the really? culture back home is everybody drinks every weekend they drink a lot so it's like how jewish people love like medications yeah, well, like I didn't know culture. that stereotype. <laughs> it's a part of my culture. I remember growing up, my grandpa would have a medicine cabinet from, it was a giant medicine cabinet. It was more like a mirror, but then you open it, inside was a medicine cabinet. From the ceiling to the floor, you'd open it, and it was like thousands of pills. Yeah. And it was very normal. I didn't and think I feel like weird. it's opposite in Ireland. People are very scared to take pills, which is great. Like, you should take pills if it's, you know, if you figure out what's good for you and if it helps. Um, but I think there is a bit of a stigma in Ireland to taking pills. Right. Could be different, though, because I've been gone for eight years. But yeah, to that listener, I haven't actually properly read the comment. I just got a notification. But I was just going to say, I think... Yeah, so I I, ho- I I haven't even listened to the episode, but when I say anything, I'm not holding myself up here as, like the queen of intelligence or whatever i wouldn't say myself but anyway (laughs) when uh, but the guy with the goofy lover we need to come back to this okay guy with the goofy lover goofy what is that that you're like "Uh, uh, knock knock like (laughs) fuck that that's my i want my laughing like i've laughed in the bedroom when it's natural and fun but like if he's like goofy like i don't know if i'm an actual like like sex lover i thought he just meant like like yeah my personality like I'm no, a real what else? silly guy. What does lover mean, though? Lover is sex. There is no. Oh, maybe he meant like f- like my persona. Like I'm a goofy. But he said the word lover. Tori, I mean, this guy no- also said he doesn't know how to laugh. So, do we really trust anything this guy says? I'm just saying that's a, a very strange. I wish I had his Instagram, but of course he didn't have one. I should sit him down and just be like, "What did you mean by goofy lover? You don't even did want- he tickle girls until they come." that's i can't that would be my nightmare that would be torture that will will happen to me if i end up going to hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was um should we talk about your um your date with the irish guy because we talked about on the podcast years ago with the two johnnies and then i got in trouble (laughs) yeah so because one of the lads his friends and him was like that was not on that was not cool and and i was like what do you expect you went on a date with a comedian and it was a fucking mess how many years ago did you set me up on this date it was before the pandemic like three and a half years ago maybe yeah maybe three i think at this point in my dating life i'd broken up with my ex of like a year and a half i'd been on a lot of dates i was dating a lot i was dating like it was like the first year of comedy and it was open mics i was going on a lot of dates i was saying no i was saying yes to the wrong ones the guy's like i'm 38 i don't ever want to commit my last relationship was in an open relationship i was like well you sound like someone i should hang out with for the next eight months like you were going for the wrong guy you were having as many dates as irish people have cups of tea (laughs) like that's a good analogy that's a great analogy (laughs) and i guess it i'm sure to maybe what got you to tell me to go on a date with an irish guy i think i would on a date with a guy and it was one of those dates where I he nothing was wrong. He was nice, but I just remember thinking we're there, and all I can think about 
was how I really wanted to go home and eat my avocado. <laughs> and I was like, that's when you know you're not on a good date. When Stop. I was literally like, it hadn't even been like, it wasn't like um, guacamole. It was just the avocado I was excited about. And so I think it's, I was- It's a hard uh, vegetable slash fruit, whatever the fuck it is to compete with. I Exactly. Beautiful. I think I was just like more excited about that. And I guess I, I remember coming to you and complaining about, I guess- the dating at that point. And I remember you being like, I think you need an Irish guy. You really need an, you kept like pressing for an Irish guy. Yeah. And like, in all honesty, I had like selfish reasons as well, because <laughs> you bitch, <laughs> I know. Well, I will not. Well, just, well, a, my, my Cupid logic went, oh, would you get on so well with me? And I'm Irish. Right. And <laughs> you know, Should we just be le- lesbian lovers then. Yeah. But it's too late, Tori. That ship has sailed. Yeah. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and there was these Irish guys who'd come to the bar all the time and they were so much fun. And I also fancied one of them from their group. Who, <laughs> <laughs> thank fucking God, nothing ever uh, came from. But so it was kind of like a fun thing. Like, oh, like, I'll, you know, set them up with my friends and maybe something will happen with me. So it was like out of the goodness of my heart, but also You're my like, selfish maybe we'll heart. Get, maybe we'll get married together one day. We'll have kids. You really went down the line. Uh, oh, I wasn't that far. Uh, I, uh, but it definitely would have been like I would. I would have loved an Irish boyfriend at the time. Yeah, right. No, thank God. But like, um, and there was this guy who came in and was very sweet and nice. But like in hindsight, that we would have never been a compatible uh couple. But uh, and I think he just liked to like hook up with girls. But he had a bunch of friends and they would come in and then one of them was like, "Do you have any su- single girlfriends?" And I was kind of like, "Oh yeah, it's great," <laughs> you know. Um, so I was showing him my friends, and when you came up, he was like, "She's gorgeous." And so that was it. I just set you up. And then, yeah. I remember you kept being, and I was like, Katie, I really don't think I'm going to have anything in common with this guy. And you were like, oh, no, go. You said this, I remember. If anything, you'll have a good laugh. That's what you kept saying. It was true. You have a great, you like, you have a five minute stage bit. I have a, I do. I have a great story. So anyway, I'm like. And I kept saying he was like a really nice guy. But one thing I've learned about myself in the true therapy and life and then i'm 32 is i think everybody's nice and then they turn out to be mental and i'm right. like oh maybe i should get to know people i my baseline is everybody is lovely and nice and then they reveal their true colors and then sometimes they are nice but sometimes they're not at all right so i've been learning to kind of wait to see but with that i was like oh sure all the lads are great they're lovely they're irish of course they're nice yeah yeah so and uh, he wasn't not nice but anyway no he wasn't no, no, there wasn't any mean thing. And we get to this bar in Williamsburg, but he was a little like fish out of water because the, which is fine. He's so- like the type of lad walking around New York for the Irish listeners who's always wearing his gas shirt. <laughs> so that's like, like going to Williamsburg where it's everybody is dressed in like these rolled up jeans, ha- little tiny little hat on the top of their head. And I don't mean like the Jewish no, hat. Yeah, not, not the Hasid, <laughs> little yarmulke. Yeah, I'm talking about that like, little Like these are like hat. artsy people. Like artsy with like, graphic tee and the, the sleeves rolled up on their t-shirt like like looking like kind of grease lightning type and then this guy like probably had to like borrow a shirt to not wear a guy ga- so gadgets yeah, so- gadgets is like paul from um uh normal people oh okay yeah he did have to- those if- country lads. i'm gonna be honest if it was him i would be really enjoying that day <laughs> that guy's hot this guy i mean <laughs> that was that was nice of you to say that about this guy i wasn't saying in looks but i'm saying in vibe the country guy yes yes with the with a gash t-shirt yeah but he had it so i get there and the lights are like dim 
and again all these like artsy people and his arm i just remember he's like sitting he's like those he was an irish guy like his legs look like he was like a football player big legs this like, is the guy yeah muscular yeah. Legs. like back home they wear tiny little shorts and they're running around with their legs like his tree legs it's barely hot. fit in his khakis so and and then the bar. oh that's another thing and i love all the irish men listening they're gonna get so pissed but irish men have the thickest muscular legs from play and then they wear like really skinny okay, so, jeans yeah. but so only so the bar is like pretty like small like the two johnnies do that so only one of his leg can actually fit under the bar and the other one's out and i'll never forget he waved his hand at me like over here like and I just was like, well, you didn't have to wave. I, I, I know it's you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah, you're the I Irish spot one. the Irish man. He was wearing like a button-down shirt, which seemed like, not that it was bad, but it did, it did seem like he like borrowed it from a friend. It didn't like fit him properly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, but I also, just a side note, he wasn't ugly. He's not no. ugly. Okay, yeah. Just because if he does. <laughs> no, he wasn't ugly. He was cute. He was definitely cute. He did have that rugged country boy look. And by the so way. It all depends on what you're into. I definitely thought he was handsome. He was cute. By the way, like, not that, I mean, I don't know. I was also at that point going for, like, guys who were, like, artsy. Oh, and, like, did yeah. A, this was got not, I was already not in the place to even be open-minded. You wanted a guy with a, to walk in with a surfboard. Yes, in you the middle of the winter. Surf- yeah, 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 I wanted yeah. the surfboard, skateboarder, guy who's like, I want to live in a lighthouse and maybe, like, yeah, you this know. guy was probably more because I love thick legs. I love that guy player type of looking lad. I'd say he's probably more my type than your type. Right, so maybe you wanted both of the friends. You were like, well, you no, know. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was really into the other friend who had no interest in me whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, I mean, my type was that, but my type above that was guy who doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, um, yeah, I get there, and he's like, already, his, he already had a drink. It was pretty far down, so he'd been there. He was definitely nervous, which is understandable to date. And he it probably had a couple of drinks before that as well oh, with the lads. Probably. Yeah. And he says to me, like, he's like, you know, what do you want? And I was like, oh, no, I'm on antibiotics. And he didn't, like, understand that. That, like, anti- like I'm always on some pill. And, <laughs> and he didn't understand that and was like, I'm not drinking. And he, like, really, I remember being like, oh, no, come on, like, have a drink, have a drink. And I was like, no, I'm not drinking. So Artie was, like, very uncomfortable for him. He's, like, probably three drinks in. I'm mm-hmm. drinking a ginger ale. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was already an off to a weird But that's something start. Irish people, to, to generalize, because in my experience, has been that a lot of Irish people will think they're trying to be. And Leland made a joke about this. It's, he says uh, it's toxic hospitality. Where because he gets a bit frustrated when I when we're like when I, if, let's say if an Irish person comes to stay and he's like do you need something they're like no and then he goes off and he he's like oh fuck I forgot you meant to ask like four times for an Irish person really to say what they want right because we're like no I'm grand no I'm grand no I'm grand and whereas it, in America which is actually much better is to be like do you want a glass of water yeah that'd be lovely thanks do you know right, like right, there's right. no none of this so I know Leland finds that hard to navigate and I and I think with drinking Irish people need to stop this because they they put that mentality where you're like actually no i can't i'm on tablets and they'll be like no go on go on yeah, go on and then they doing. buy you a drink and you're you're getting fucking pressured into drinking i was pressured into drinking and i don't think i did drink but i had like so i'm sitting there with he the, did buy you a drink in the end did he no he didn't okay, good. i can't i don't know i don't think he did i'm drinking and they there. think they're being good you see yeah no he thought he was like being like sweet like you're like being coy yeah. yeah and so he kept so then he's really drinking and his leg, remember, it's very muscular and hot. Okay. The leg's not fitting under the table. So he's like strategizing and he kept like looking for the booth. Like he wanted to sit in a booth. Aww. And I was like, no, let's just sit here. He was like, no, I'm going to find us a booth. I was like, it's really, it's fine. And then I remember now he's like 
We're 45 minutes in. Now, remember, this was like years ago. I'm trying to remember. He, at one point, he's now he's really drunk. And he's telling me how back home, you know, he was into theater. Did I ever tell you this? You didn't he, tell me the theater. You told me the other thing. So he was really into theater. And actually, he was a river. He was a dancer. He was a he was a river. What is it called? <laughs> yeah, river dancer. This poor guy was so drunk that he told you his deepest, darkest deepest secrets. secrets. And he's like, but here, like, no one. I can't tell anyone I'm into theater. And I would always get picked on back oh, at home. Oh, the and poor I was into theater. And I'm thinking, oh, so those legs aren't from football. Oh. Those are from tap dancing. <laughs> I go, oh, okay, and he's, he, and I think that's why he, I think he opened up to me because he was like, oh, you're a comic, like you're yeah. a performer. Now I feel kind of bad. I do feel bad for him because I mean, I think as well, you or me wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, river dancing, that's great, like that's cool, right? I Where think he I really, feel he felt the shame, like yes. how you feel shame about sex. He felt shame that he owned some tap dancing It's like shoes. that toxic masculinity. I'm just using toxic now in front of everywhere, <laughs> but that's true. I I do feel bad for Irish men sometimes because. It, it they do get slagged and that's part of the culture where they're slagged but that's awful where if some guy's like i just want to dance yeah like, yeah and so yeah i just want to like <laughs> billy um elliot did you ever see that movie when i was a child so i don't even remember oh it. i love that movie it's about this guy who just like wants to it's be irish about... right yeah i'm pretty sure it's irish mm-hmm. um and so yeah we're on the date and he's like telling me this and then at some point we go outside and now he kisses me kisses me and it was a really now, I'm not going to say it was a bad kiss. It was probably a bad kiss because I also was not into it. Exactly. Which makes a huge difference. I've had guys where I'm really, like, they were bad kissers, but I'm still, like, attracted to them that it, like, was fine. Like, it, like, worked itself or out. Or it also depends on your kissing style. His kissing style was a deep, like, uh, like just a deep dive. The tongue was just in and everywhere. Not just in the mouth. It was all over. And then I'll, and then I'll never forget, he pulled back from the kiss and he went, oh, it's been ages. <laughs> And then I, I think I said to you, I was like, it, he kissed me like as if he's been on like a fucking ship. You know what I mean? Oh, with the accent, it felt like he had. But when he said that, like it felt he's like, just come back from war. Yeah, from war. Like, oh, it's been fucking ages. <laughs> thank God for that. And meanwhile, and then also, it didn't make me feel good because it wasn't even like, oh, thank you. That wasn't that. It wasn't like. Oh, Tori, that was a great kiss. It was like, it could have been anyone, really. Well, what did you say? You said when he was kissing you, it was like he was searching for food in your mouth. Oh. Was that him? Was that that joke? It could have been. Yeah, the joke I had a few years ago, I said it felt like my mouth was... It felt like he was... When he was kissing me, it felt like my mouth was yogurt and he was like like eating like the looking for the granola in it oh, like right, uh, yeah. like swerving it in my mouth also he was drunk too i feel like people are always like majority bad kissers when they're drunk because it's like all over the gaff and kind of like yeah probably would have been a much better kisser sober but what was the other thing he said oh yeah he what was it you said the date started off with what's it like being a new yorker what's that tell us that that was so- okay so this is fuck i want to remember like the non-joke part like yeah. i want to try to remember the real thing but i I'm pretty sure he did ask me this because I don't think I could have come up with this. He asked me like in the beginning of um, the date when he was like more sober. He's like, oh, like, oh, you like growing up in New York. But then when he got like drunk, the questions completely changed. And he was like, you like being Jewish? <laughs> so, like he literally asked me that. I mean, I could see him. I could see. I there's could no see, Jews in Ireland. Well, yeah, I could see a person from like Ireland asking that because I looked up the census and there's like a very small amount. So it'd be very easy. It was like the census that I looked up that time just to my friend was having an argument with me that he didn't believe there was any uh black people from ireland and that really annoyed me because i was like no there's fucking loads of black people from ireland there's loads of different national like uh uh not just nationalities but a lot of people who were born in ireland who right. are 
uh, Irish, but their parents moved there, or maybe their grandparents moved there. A lot of different ethnicities. I believe mm-hmm. that's the word I'm looking for. But I are from Ireland. And this guy was like, no, it was Phil Duckett. And he was like, no. And I took out the census to show them. Right. But when I was looking through, I was like, oh, there was like it, that census that I looked up. It was like from four years ago, but it said like 2,000 or like a thousand Jewish people. Oh my God. Out of like four million. So when I go and there, there was people- like. 60,000 people who identified as black Irish and then there was like another group of like because obviously a lot of people their parents would have moved over from the Middle East or South Asia or Asia even because the colleges are so great in Ireland and so just over the years yeah there's been a lot of different people from different places but for some reason so he was really he was really excited to meet a Jewish girl I mean he probably just was really (laughs) intrigued and (laughs) I wanted to ask questions because the other thing as well (laughs) in Dublin now there's like six different mosques but I've never even I've never seen a synagogue but maybe i just don't know you don't you don't think right of, i never thought about these things until Should we I, go to a temple in ireland when we go there let's have you got your phone can we google and see if there even is one there's definitely it has to be one right but um i'm trying to think of more what happened so yeah he just kissed me and i remember being like really i thought i was just like uncomfortable that he said that okay about thinking that yeah he asked, but i wasn't offended that he asked how if i was did i enjoy being he's like you like being Jewish? I'm like, well, I mean, do I like it? I mean, I, I'm from New York. Everyone's Jewish. I got a lot of health problems. I, no, I wouldn't say it's like a it's just part of who I am. So in 2016, 0.05% Jewish people in Ireland. So although the Jewish community in Ireland has always been small in numbers, not exceeding 5,000 since 1891. Well, I better go there and start like a egg donor place just it, give my eggs away and have all these jewish redheaded babies but it says it's established and generally accepted okay. so there probably is um uh let's see uh uh what's it called a temple temple uh wait but the thing is too in ireland i feel like we grew we grow up with this sense of like religious identity even if we're not religious yeah because i'm not religious i'm not jew religious Jewish so maybe wise. that's why Jewish. he asked like because obviously he's probably grown up and presuming he's catholic in a catholic majority country so he probably yeah, what just do you, intrigued. like what was he watching like an episode of Simon? five synagogues in all of ireland that's insane four of these located in dublin three, <laughs> three of which are orthodox so you can't oh. you're not orthodox no i was and Katie. one progressive con- congregation all of which have regular services on the sabbath there's also one in cork that supports a very small community i was gonna say katie like what do you think he just like watched a sh- like a Seinfeld episode and was like, I wonder what it's like to be Jewish. Tori, I never even realized that they were Jewish when I was watching that when I was younger. I just never thought about it. <laughs> I just didn't. It's things, you know, things that you just kind of go, ah, yeah. you don't think about it. And then so, sometimes I come over here and I'm like, am I not a thinker? Because like I was friends with you for a while and it wasn't until I was did that search that I was like, oh my God, was Tori my fir- first ever? That's crazy that in the year of 2020 or whatever, I mean, it was like 2014 when we became friends or 2015, but I don't think I ever had, or if, if they were Jewish, I didn't know, or I never thought about it or never talked right. about it. I don't think I like... But people here are more open with their... Everything. Religion is identity. Ethnicity is identity. Like as in Ireland, you could be friends with someone for ages and not even realize that maybe they're like a certain religion or something or that they're positive you know what i mean right. like, yeah yeah it's just um okay i'm just i looked up islam uh has the since now islam is ireland's third largest religion at around 50 mosques so 50 mosques so what's the second highest religion uh don't ask me i, I try not to get involved in this stuff because i always say things wrong 
it's hard i the uh, I, I always feel on edge lately i'm never gonna say anything wrong but i do feel on edge that i might dumbly ask the wrong question or you know like the poor guy asking how do you feel um, i'm not gonna i've never asked that but i am curious now what the second lie is religion so yeah i just remember like oh, yeah, to wrap, to wrap that? up the date that happened four years ago we're still holding on to about the story oh wait what? catholic church church of ireland i just i'm presumed that that was the same thing oh, okay. i think church ireland must be president anyway and then orthodox christians and then other christians and then none and then islam and then other religions anyway go ahead so to wrap up the date oh to wrap up the date so yeah then i guess i did i call you that night or did i call you the next day and told you what happened i even no remember you don't remember yeah. I, I guess i called you and I didn't, oh, yeah. I don't think I did know that you, like I said in the joke, because sometimes I can't remember what's real and what I made. You know what I mean? With it's the joke. Hard, it's hard, but yeah. I do think I didn't know you met him at the bar because I think that was very funny to me. So I said, had Katie like this. And also Katie knew at this point, not even just because I was on antibiotics. Like I'm really not a drinker She's at not all. a drinker. It was still, so honestly, I it, was like, Katie, I used to think I was this sort of Cupid and I would set people up with that complete, <laughs> not what they should be dating. No, I but I get it because you were like go outside your comfort zone. You don't you don't drink date an alcoholic. Honestly, it was anything just to get you over that arsehole of a guy you had dated before because you were traumatized. Oh my god, for like a year. And in what yeah no what happened was you said uh, Katie he's an alcoholic and I was like oh what well, I was just like I don't think so <laughs> and you were like yeah and then you were like how do you know him and I was like well he comes to my bar <laughs> and then I was like and I also daytime bartend and he does actually drink a lot during the day so I guess he very well could be an alcoholic it's so funny if any of those Irish guys used to come to the bar they could li- they're never going to be listening to this but if they did listen to it just randomly let's say by accident or someone I don't know. They'd be like, well, we're not alcoholics, but actually, like, living in America, you realize that, like, no, like, th- that's a lot of booze. They they could put away so much booze. But now uh, I'm upset, Katie, that I never set you up on a date. Yeah, did you not? No, but you always had, you didn't need, you didn't need set up. You just, you always had. the craziest guy in the. But I did, one time we did go out with a guy I was into and you were my wing woman. And remember, you were like. <laughs> You, you, I, this guy was like one of these really cool artsy guys, and I was acting like trying to act like a cool like artsy Tory, but like I'm really not. I talk like this, but I was like, "Hey, Mackenzie, like, yeah, things are just kind of chill." You were, and, you and were like, you were. You, uh, it, 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 I'm sorry that it bothered me so much, but it's just because I love your personality. And then this guy was like bringing out this way. You were like all of a sudden like the meat like Regina Specter from Mean Girls. You were like. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you're like, literally, like throwing shade and like, well, and I'm like, this isn't you. Like you changed your voice. You literally said to me, I think he was at the table. You go, this is not who you are. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? This is what type of wing woman is this? And you were saying <sighs> you were all because he also this, remember this is the cool guy. Like you don't ever you know question anything he does. And he brought bought us a drink, and you were like. I hope you're not going to root for us. And I was like, Katie. He seemed like, if I'm going to stereotype people, he seemed like, a, he looked like, he looked like if a roofie became a person. Really? Oh, yeah, he looked like exactly the type of guy that the bouncers would be like, cover your drink, the lads are in there. <laughs> like, do you know, and I know that's terrible, but there is just a guy that you get that gut feeling from. And then that like way he, and the way he dressed and the way he was talking. And I was like, I just don't, I don't know. <laughs> and he had like, he, he was also not being who, he, do you know what? Have you guys seen that movie? Uh, 
worst woman no not uh not the one uh the one the one i told you to watch no not that one but it's a it's it came out recently and she said lied saying that she was in a terrorist attack in france i forget the name oh, of it oh yeah the um it's okay it's gonna be okay it, yeah it's not okay it's not okay yeah and so there's a an annoying guy in it who's acting all like this type of talk talking right. like he's but it's all and, and then remember the other girl is like i know you're from michigan and he's like shut up and his voice goes all squeaky right. that's what that guy gave me so vibes of this is a pretense like no one like just like just like an extra too forced with like the shapes of the walk and the like <laughs> l- like the move in the hand and you know like it just fe- felt so fake and he had like the sideways hat and yeah. uh, he, but he was like it just seemed like he was probably just really from Connecticut and like grew up wealthy maybe no he actually was from the city was he so I could have been all wrong and we didn't get spikes so there you go can't be right. stereotyping people right. and it'd be the night that you'd be like that. Go- you know, it's like the guy we talked about earlier who seems so sweet, so nice, and turns out to be a total arsehole. So you just don't know. Yes, you just don't yeah. know. Yeah. That guy lied to that girl for years. Should we tell it? I think it's fine. I, no one's going to... Well, we won't say the names. We won't even say the job, but basically a guy said he was in an open relationship, like married with kids, and then the girl found out three years later, and the wife found out, and he's not in an open relationship. Yeah, and he was like, And he's oh, like, yeah. geeky sweet. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, my wife, she's also in an open... Where she's dating someone, she's a boyfriend. And this girl's been dating him for three years, which is also, like... I mean, listen, I people in open relationships that... People that want, are okay with dating people who are in open relationships, I don't really understand why they would do that. There's no future. Unless they just got out of something where they don't want a future. I just... I can't understand why someone would do that. But, yeah, so... This person... um dated them and then finally found out that he was not in an open relationship and it, i guess what's crazy about it is the guy just seems really sweet and normal and it just shows like you just don't know wait i have a funny story that happened last night um do you know do you not show white lotus on hbo no but should i watch it it's so good so there's a part in it where i'm watching it with my family and my boyfriend and there's a part in it when a guy who's married makes out with a prostitute and my boyfriend turned to me jokingly and was like is that cheating and my dad very wait wait wait. say what happened again i zoned out okay the guy there's a part in it where a married guy makes out with a prostitute okay yeah and my boyfriend like in a joking manner was like (laughs) is that cheating yeah and my dad very confidently goes no i'm sorry and you were so funny because you always put your dad on the high pedestal and then you'll tell me these stories that i'm like (laughs) Mr. Piskin. And I told my mom this today because I did our podcast and she was probably joking. No, your dad's very funny. Oh, okay. no. And I told my mom this because my mom at this point had left the room. She went to go. She went to bed. I told my mom. She goes, what? Uh, uh, like she actually was truly shocked. And she's like, I mean, I know he's not. I, I know he's not going to cheat on me. But like, no. OK, this is weird. No, I mean, like, like even yeah. she was like after 35 years of marriage, she was like, what the fuck's going on? Maybe he just is the best comedian that you guys didn't even realize it was a joke. Just perfect delivery. It was perfect. He literally was like, no. Very strange. Yeah. And me and my boyfriend just looked at each other like crying, laughing. It's like, uh, okay. There is um, like this. Well, maybe I shouldn't say Wait, it. Wait, should we talk about, we'll talk about the sex party I went to? I've never talked about it on a podcast. Yeah, let's finish with that. Okay. I will say that back to the open relationship that did give me that did give me a reminder to a few years ago when there was a guy who I was seeing and never told me he was on an open relationship and my friend was like you have to give them questionnaires like 
are you she sent me a questionnaire to give to guys from now on which was like are you dating anyone are you sure you're not dating anyone would someone be angry that you're out on this date with me because he wasn't in an open relationship he just lied he didn't oh i do remember this he didn't guy, tell me he was in an open relationship because i wouldn't have date he told me he was single and then fast forward to when i found out a girlfriend he said he was open but that was just a lie but oh god they're the worst anyway so this is if the you're single party. don't forget to ask these questions oh my and then you'd look like a fucking psycho as well it's so hard it's fucking hard leland never leave me he said okay <laughs> i love him so much i don't think he's think he's right there i think my dad thinks i'm mental because i take because i taught i was complaining to my dad about something and i think he was getting like frustrated for me this is about something else so then i wanted to text him something like good that's going on in my life and i was like oh let's you know everything leland just made me lunch and he's so sweet he makes me uh, and he like laughed about like he sent a cute thing about the lunch and i was like yeah i'm so lucky he makes me tea every morning and he just didn't respond but i think he was probably like uh sorry queen over there getting her tea every morning made for i love it today i even got to leland today i was like he didn't make me tea today. We don't want to start these bad habits. Oh, oh, bitch. <laughs> I was kind of joking. Then he would have made me tea, but God. I already, I put the kettle on myself and I was going to the toilet when I came out. He was like, here's your tea. But it's just, it's a very sweet thing. Like I am, obviously, if he didn't do it, I wouldn't mind. But I, I mean, it's huge brownie points. Yeah, it's I think so these nice like little so. things really matter in yeah. a relationship. Like my boyfriend cooks me dinner basically every night. And every time I go to his house, not every time, but I'll always like come with a diet fountain Coke. Yeah. This is back in L.A. because I know he likes it. And yeah. at the end of the day, that's it's so just nice. these, like, little things you do that yeah. people really like yeah. want in a relationship. Well, it's also like I would have never wanted to date someone who's big into video games. I was just always grew up with this sort of negative connotation around it. My dad would always be like guy men who play video games because i had an ex-boyfriend who played video games a lot yeah. and he'd be like oh like that's like you know for kids and stuff like this um but you know leland plays a lot of video games and it's funny because i don't have any like i'm i don't mind that he plays them i'm just mm-hmm. like whatever he enjoys but i also think because he like gets up and makes me tea and he like it like support like all these other things if he were like a shitty boyfriend then the video games would be like oh and he fucking plays video games right, you right. know yeah so it's like it's like I don't I never would have thought I would have thought that that would have been something that bothered me but now I'm like oh no it's totally fine Does yeah it makes sense no I it's totally weird. get it okay let's talk about the sex party and we'll end on that oh okay so this was back in LA a few months ago um I have a friend in LA who's she's not in an open relationship but she loves like she's very sexual and she can hook up with other girls excuse me because she's bi and here's the thing in la it's not like new york city like new york city has a great nightlife but the balloons are attached to your head (laughs) 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 talking about a sex party i'm like i've got balloons attached to my head they got attached to the cat and he went running and the balloons (laughs) went with him it was the funniest thing i was attached to my head Uh, anyway so she's very sexual she's bisexual yeah so we went so she was like you guys to me my boyfriend do you want to go with us to a sex party and like i'm telling you in la there's like not much to do like i'm so happy that i've stand up because if i didn't i'd be like bored at night yeah yeah because even in new york just to go from work to things like you're always out you see you don't really see people in la yeah so we were like yeah and all week we're like really excited about this we got like sex toys and we're like and you had rules though like no messing with other partners it was yeah, more yeah, just there a, rules, yeah. for you guys to look at like voyance no, yeah i was what's like what's it called voyance no uh cuckolding no cuckolding is if you were to let someone have sex with you and oh, you just no, walk no, no. And he's just like in the corner jerking off um no it's like you just go to visually look oh the listeners now are shouting the word at us <laughs> ask leland leland yeah. what's it called when you just like to watch 
at a sex party someone banging off but you're, you're oh you were right voyeur oh no i said voidance oh <laughs> okay voyeur, voyeur. voyeurism yeah so yeah we we got and all week we're really excited we're getting like really like the thought of going was like more exciting than what yeah, happened yeah. at the party all week we were like getting so horny if I, I felt like it was like a week of porn yeah, yeah not yeah. that we watched it but it was like it was like oh what's gonna happen you yeah. know and I, I i get dressed i'm wearing these like high leather boots and like Ooh, what was i wearing this like, sexy. a leather skirt and oh. we're like we're like nervous because we don't know what's gonna we i mean we had the rules right like i was like oh like you know we can't really do we can't do stuff with other people and but like if we want to do stuff with each other like that's fine we can and you were like kiss other girls right yeah if i like wanted to yeah and so and then we went to dinner and i can't even eat i'm like i don't know who, who i'm gonna make out with i don't know what's gonna happen and so i couldn't eat and um we get there and i thought it was gonna be like eyes wide shut like you know a cool like mansion but it was more like a rented space like a white space which was also kind of like it was kind of lame you mm -hmm. walk in but they had like purple lights and blue lights to it felt like like a bar bar mitzvah i, but I guess in ireland but it, sorry you're using the wrong analogy know, here okay. for most of listeners feel, it felt like like a wedding reception you know where they have oh, the purple yes. lights yes and so they had that and then there was um and then upstairs where people could have sex um there was like gym like you know what you put on the floors at gyms to like stretch you know those like Oh, like a like yoga mats, mat, like yeah. A, but not a yoga mat, like a thick mat you would have in like gym class. Yeah. So it's on the floor in this tiny room. That's where you would have sex. I'm like, oh, no. that was like that's the, worse than your bed. That was the start of like, oh no, this is not hot. No, that's not hot. So, and I'm gonna be honest, the people there, no one was a looker. Yeah, but it's expensive to go. So unfortunately, when you're just uh, like when I went to that sex party for to report back for this podcast when yeah. Des's friend like the men like i wasn't gonna do anything but the men were all like in suits had money but not good no looking. one was good looking and then they would do this like icebreaker no <laughs> they did the icebreaker thing where um someone would have a key and a lock and you would have to go around like the party and be like oh does your lock match my key and it wasn't the, obviously the person you came with now i'm like an hour and a half in i'm like oh this fucking thing's lame no one's hot <laughs> it was like creep people were like playing like pretending to be a cat it was like anime people like it was less it was more like weird than like sexy this one guy comes up to me who looked like if you remember the cartoon character pinky and the brain that little like he was he's a rat who's a, he's a doctor but he's like this bald guy in real life this bald short guy comes up to me and he puts his key in my lock and it opened it, it doesn't work and then in the meanest way i go eh what are you gonna do <laughs> he's just walk up <laughs> i think what you're experiencing though is that like the, there's like a very kinky fun sex world where people are just into the like this this the the sexy stuff of it and i think what you wanted wait i'm confused what so basically i guess it would have been exciting if it i think if it was more like impromptu but then i think about it and i'm like and i'm part of this at this point like the people that pay to go to these sex parties they're like people that almost feel like they didn't get laid in high school you know what i mean like this one girl she was like on a leash and she was like meow. like it was more funny than like sexy like i couldn't get in the mood like it was all just it seems like there's also a lot of because there's so many different kinks going on there so it seems like they were all just thrown in one room whereas let's say yeah. if that person on the meow the meowing was uh <laughs> sorry, I'm, yeah. really, I'm really trying not to kink shame here because the meower if she was in like a space that was like um because my friend used to work at this like 
this this the lo- dungeon the dungeon yeah. thank you and there was different rooms and different spaces and different parties that were catered for that so but i think what this was was all different people from different walks of life thrown into the one room so i can see what you're saying and then the other thing is as well uh and the gym, the the mat on the floor was really creepy to me. That was yeah. not sexy. No, I thought it was going to be like canopy beds, like, you know what I mean? Like silk sheets. Oh, I knew what I was going to say. The other thing is as well, what a lot of people who are like really sex into like kind of sex culture love sex. Like the sex is the thing they're attracted to or the kink is the right. thing. Whatever their kink they're trying to do. Whereas for you, you have a specific type of person you are attracted to. So for them, they probably could get off with most of the people in the party, depending on whether the kink matches up or whether whether they just want to have sex and it's they're getting off on having sex in public or they're getting off at just people watching them have sex. Right. But for you, you can only get off on being attracted to the person. So actually someone like you and me going to those things, it's like I, I, I got to be like, so hello. So where are, we, where are you from? Do you know what I mean? But or even, like, yeah, or but even, vis- or even f- visibly attractive. But I do think most people who go to those things they don't need that as much maybe that's more the but even like with terms of like dating like it's always fun when you first date right because you never know like when you're gonna have sex with that person like that's more exciting like realistically than that's true when you're two years in and you know okay how this person has sex yeah so i'm saying the fact that we knew it was a sex party and someone you could have sex just made it like unsexy yeah it takes the spontaneity the spontaneity that's exactly whereas if you had been in a house party and three people were like do you guys want to just go up and do like a a four-way or two-way that would have been like random yeah but i also think because you're not like some of these guys that i know that are in sex culture they're going to these things every weekend they're exploring different kinks they're very sex positive. They're in open relationships. They're um, non-monog. They're like so. That's a, I mean, you kind of were a fish out of you and your fellow were a fish out of water. And even your yeah. friend is more maybe into this because she. Oh, she was rolling around like a pig and shit. She was like, "This is perfect for her oh, though, because she, she gets to explore that side of her she, sexuality and, then, and still be with a with a with a with a straight man." Yeah, and I. I was like told her I was like I was like I can't have shit. I was like because she was she was like on this mat like I'm telling you and she's the, she's a very gorgeous girl so she's she rolling around she like if someone if an AI were a person though if someone made her in a, in a yeah she's like perfect features cheekbones and so she's like rolling around and I'm like I can't watch her yeah and then then these other two girls came and started like rubbing her head and her boyfriend's just watching and I again was like yes I'm sure it was it was hot to her but like to me i just was like this is my best friend rolling like i just can't watch this it was making me uncomfortable no of course and that makes sense and like even with the the one that i went to all the women were there was a like a massive range of different type of women different like uh attractive levels depending obviously because people have different attractions like uh so i really felt like for the men there was a great selection of different types of women because the women got in for free which have to be recommended mm-hmm. and they were all like very like sexy in their own unique way but the men had to spend two thousand dollars to get in wow. so it was kind of like older men men i wouldn't find attractive anyway um or maybe like younger men who just had a lot of money so it was definitely a totally different vibe and the one i went to was similar with that like it was all white but then these weird lights like red lights yeah um and then they had like a sex a sex show which was a lot of fun but then when i went down to get my jacket because i was leaving early i just was again there just to do the fucking podcast like oh yeah and i had a show too it was like a girl getting whipped by this really big muscular guy and i again it was supposed to be hot but like it just didn't feel hot. 
yeah it all just felt too planned i felt like the sex show there was the first two wasn't hot but then the next two it was kind of hot and kind of fun i like got into it like i was excited to see it but when i went downstairs to get my jacket they were all just like chatting like on the floor with like a little blanket over them like <laughs> laughing and giggling like they were at a like a sleepover right. and when i was get waiting for my i had to sit there and wait for my jacket ticket they were talking about like where they go to school <laughs> and like where they're like in college or one of them was like from australia and they're just getting some money to go like to wow. and i'm like oh they were like young and a really like it, that really ruined the experience for me because i'm like i'm sure they were legal i'm sure they were 21 ho- i'd hope but they were they seemed like little kids having a lot la- like downstairs it kind you of know? also is like you know when you s- that experience you had it's kind of like like for them you saw them as these like performers but then when they started talking it was like oh no these are real people it's like when you see your teacher outside of school yeah you're like oh no wait you're like not just a teacher yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's so funny um i think we should wrap it up so okay, please cool. please please buy the tickets for because i've already started the link for the other show but i so think the show we're doing is on january 27th no december 27th oh, oh fuck <laughs> yeah so the show we're doing is on December 27th so I know here's the thing like I was worried because uh, Ireland's biggest piss up is the 26th and I said to my dad should we not do the 27th because that's the biggest piss up but then he was like it'll be fine and then my other friend was like no it'll be good because people will still want to get out of the house and do things and comedy isn't like a big drinking thing so I I don't know I just fucking hope you guys come it does seem like I in my gut I keep thinking it's the wrong day to do it but well, we really hope you come. I want to see you. I've got bits Just, about yeah. Katie I want to do. I've never performed in Ireland before. So come bring your friends. That night will be my first of running my, my hour there in Ireland. So do come. And um, the plan is that I will uh, host up top, just MC up top, so that Tori and Leland aren't thrown into the wolves, which uh, you. you guys are obviously all lovely. So I'm sure it's going to be fine. And then um, uh, Tori and Leland go and then um, maybe we'll have a little break and then I'll do my uh, my solo show. But um, it'll be a lot of fun and it'd be great to get to see Tori do comedy. She's so funny. Um, we saw her uh, taper special the other night. That won't, like neither of our specials will be out by the time we do this. So um, Mine's no. taking forever. How do we get it? I guess it's just because, well, A, they're working on a bunch of other things and B, it's like seven different cameras to choose the angles for. Mm. And but did you watch it at all? Uh, he just sent me the second one, but it's 22 gigabytes. I can't fucking download that. That's not helpful. Um, but whatever, I just have to figure out how to free 22 gigabyte on my <laughs> computer. Just go to the public library. It's just you watching yourself. People are like, what is this girl doing? Well, it's because I actually have to download it. But I do. I watched the... Oh, sorry, excuse me, the first one. And... Um, yeah, happy out. But why, it's just going to be strange. By the time it comes out, it's going to be like, thank God, because just I'll, I'll have moved on from those jokes and stuff. Right. But it'll be good to do them in Ireland then before, so that if anybody who follows me hasn't seen the special, you know what I mean? They haven't seen those jokes. Very right. odd one I've posted on Instagram. But what's your Instagram handle? Mine is my name, T-T-O-R-I-P-I-S-K-I-N, Tori Piskin. And yes, that is a Jewish last name. Yeah. <laughs> Just for- and um, please, uh, you can DM me at Katie Bull Comic if you want the ticket links, or um, uh, if you're not on Instagram, or it'll, it'll be in the bio. I won't put this out until we have it, so it'll be in the bio. So actually, never mind. But like, also just DM if there's. 
Also, if there's anybody you want us to call out, I was at a show the other night and this couple both asked me. It was so funny. I got a DM from one and they were like, can you call out my husband? It's his birthday. And then I got another DM and it was like, hey, it'd be so funny if you called out my wife. And then that was just like so much fun because I was like, I was like, did you both? no you were messaged and they were both like no and i was like oh that was like actually i'm gonna give them a shout out because they said they listened to this podcast so um happy birthday dan and um thank you to your lovely wife beautiful uh red-haired lady uh for messaging and let us know it was your birthday it was his 40th birthday he was at the show and uh i hope you two keep having a lovely relationship because a lovely lovely couple <laughs> kill me why am i too sappy that's no, not it's not like radio it's not like radio yeah, 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 yeah. it's not like and then we gotta go we got a commercial break i like the beginning of like love actually three like can you two have a lovely lovely couple and then like to say. the snow nice. should come down from the window and um to my patreon listener who was annoyed with the last guest love you bye love yous bye Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.